welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving, goal oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 250, Proactive versus Reactive and Fighting for Your Problems. Hey, welcome to the podcast. So this week was a snippet of a class that I taught inside a free challenge that I do a couple times a year called Wine Free Work Week Challenge. I focus on being proactive versus reactive and how to notice if you're fighting for your problems. I hope you enjoy. So proactive versus reactive is something that I've been really thinking about because when I observe myself living my alcohol-free life and taking care of myself and, you know, having boundaries and managing my mind and feeling my feelings, like everything that I'm teaching you all, this is all very proactive of me, right? So I know how to take care of myself in a way that supports the lifestyle that I want to live. And my lifestyle that I want to live and have chosen to live is to be alcohol-free. Now, I don't ever say I'm never going to drink again or anything like that. I don't like those kind of rules, but I enjoy not drinking. I really, really, really enjoy it, okay? Like, my life is significantly better without alcohol in it by about a 1,000. It looks completely different than it used to. I don't have the distraction of it. You know, I don't have to worry about over drinking or not getting good sleep or being hungover or not drinking and driving or not being available if my kids need something in the middle of the night. Like, I really, really love that. Okay. And I loved it from the very beginning when I first started my own work to stop over drinking. I took um, 90 days off of alcohol. And during that time, I did the internal work. I learned how to feel my feelings. I set boundaries. I started taking care of myself. I started taking care of business that, you know, unfinished business that was stacking up. And I really liked that clarity and the health that I felt. And waking up excited about the day, I hadn't felt like that excitement in a long time. So, then I went back and I started drinking a little bit. I moderated and planned my drinks and didn't overdrink, but it just it didn't feel the way it did when I wasn't drinking. And so I finally came to the conclusion that I just don't want to drink. So since then, it's been over five years now, I reflect on my day-to-day life con- consistently. And I look at like, well, what do I do that helps me stay alcohol-free? And it's all about being proactive, You know, like looking ahead and thinking about the big challenges I might have this week or is there big travel times coming on or am I having a condensed amount of work in a short amount of time? Like this wine-free work week challenge is definitely a lot more work than I normally do on on a standard week in my business. You know, there's a lot of people here. There's a lot of administration behind the scenes to, to pull this thing off. So when I look ahead to my weeks or my weekends or even just my days, I'm like, okay, what, where can I fit in the things that I need to do to keep myself feeling good? Okay. So I say no (laughs) a lot to things, right? I generally don't go out during the week at all. 
you know, I don't, I don't, I generally don't really go out at night much anymore at all. I just don't enjoy it because I'm, I wake up so early in the morning and I am very active physically and, you know, I'm a very productive person. I've got three kids and things. So by five, six o'clock and I am just toast. So that's a whole nother thing. But when I think about being proactive and maintaining how I want to feel and be in my alcohol-free lifestyle, I definitely am a planner, okay? So that's part of being being proactive. And if I have something busy coming up or a lot of travel or something like this, it's like, okay, where am I going to fit in my workout? How am I going to get my sleep tonight? What's it going to be like at the end of the day? Am I going to be up for watching a movie with the kids at the end of the day? Or am I going to need to retreat to my bedroom? You know, I get pretty specific on making sure that I fill my needs first. You know, so even if something like Wine Free Work Week is happening, I am looking at my schedule and like putting it on my planner. Like, when am I going to get my workouts in? Um, all of the rest of that kind of stuff that I do on a regular basis. What am I going to, what time am I going to wake up in the morning? When am I going to get my personal care and like my journaling and my planning and my assessments? Um, I'm measuring out my water every day. I'm planning the food that I'm going to eat. I make sure that I have a well-stocked kitchen. So I mentioned the other day that I don't do a lot of cooking. So that means do I order my pre-made food on Saturday so it's ready for Sunday? Like I set myself up for success in a very proactive way. And that's such a different way that I used to operate. I used to be very reactive. So I would have my job and I had the kids and all the things that I have now, but I was in reaction to the events of the day and to my feelings. So I would just go to work and get the kids off to school or daycare or whatever they were doing, work all day, be stressed out, come home, and then I would be reactive in how I took care of myself. So it's like, what do I need at that time? I needed to shut off my mind because I was stressed out, overwhelmed, and full of anxiety. So I would look for things to make myself feel better, like alcohol and food and Netflix. And sometimes hiding in my room away from everybody. So this is just a totally different shift. Like I kind of know myself so much now that I am proactive in how I want to deal with stressful times or more busy times versus letting myself get stressed out and overwhelmed and full of anxiety and then dealing with it. Are you all following along with me with that? So to be proactive is what we're teaching you here this week, right? Check in with yourself. Yesterday, we talked a lot about, you know, saying no to stuff, setting yourself up for success, thinking about how you want to show up for yourself at the end of the day, right? So if you need to have like a little tea station or your mocktail station set up or, you know, your bedroom is all nice and clean and you've got your your bathroom sink cleaned out where you know as soon as you get home from work or whatever, however you're ending your day, you can go up there and start that routine for yourself, how are you mapping out time for yourself? Are you waking up a little bit early to get your workouts in, right? So we need to think about how we're going to care for our mental load and our stress and all of that ahead of time, instead of just letting the day take us and then being reactive in the end of the time. And when we let ourselves be reactive, we never are making good decisions, right? So when you're when you're exhausted, when you're mentally done, you've you've had a full day of things, your mind isn't going to pick the best, healthiest thing for you to do, right? It's going to choose the easiest thing that it knows how to do, right? And that is to urge you to go grab a glass of wine or your cocktail or whatever it is. And so to circumvent that, we have to start thinking about proactive ways that we can take care of ourselves, 
So that's what I want to open up the conversation with you all today during today's challenges. You know, that's kind of on the topic that we're today is do one thing that you've been putting off so that you can not be reactive to the stress of that thing that you haven't been doing and what that looks like. Okay. So I just mentioned a lot of the things that I can be proactive, right? Uh, another thing, it's not just so much planning and scheduling and waking up early. It's I want to be proactive and knowing that my mind is not going to be its best self at the end of the day in making decisions. So I set myself up for success by how do I want to think at the end of the day? What feelings am I going to allow myself to be present with? What's my number one thing I can focus on at the end of the day? Do I just need to allow my desires to be present? Do I just need to pause and breathe? I'm being proactive about how I want to deal with those things, including how I want to think about stuff. Okay, so that's what I have to say about proactive versus reactive. And I'm here to, to, you know, answer any questions. How did you start? So really, like what you need to do is not overthink this too hard, y'all. So how to start being proactive is what we're really doing right now. You've already been proactive on deciding ahead of time that you weren't going to drink for four days in a row. Okay. How did I figure out the tools? So the tools I kind of learned just as going through the process, like I really got to know myself well, and I started with allowing and processing my feelings and taking ownership of how I was feeling, you know? So like before, before coaching, I call it BC is before coaching and AC for after coaching, but BC, before coaching, I made everybody else in my life and external things responsible for how I felt. So I thought my job was stressful. My husband made me angry. The kids stressed me out. And all of that kind of stuff combined, I felt overwhelmed. And I thought it was because of those things in my life. But with life coaching, I learned that my feelings of overwhelm and anxiety were caused by how I was thinking about all those things in my life. And so the first step for me was taking ownership of that. It's like, I'm the one that creates my thoughts and feelings. Yes, I get triggered. External things trigger my mind. But ultimately, I get to decide if I want to keep thinking that way and feeling that way. Okay. So that was the first step. And then being intentional and proactive, I would decide and write down what I wanted to eat and drink ahead of time. Right. So I would actually make a written plan for myself. And this is what I teach my clients inside all of my coaching programs. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. So taking ownership of my thoughts and feelings, not blaming it on other people. Right. Grown ass adults. The way we think and feel is on us now. Yes, things have happened in our past. But now if you want to change your behavior, you have to take ownership of how you think and feel about stuff. Because that is internal. Your thoughts and feelings are internal. And that's your job to kind of manage that. Okay. Making a written plan. That's being proactive. Okay. Thinking about obstacles ahead of time. Look, to, look ahead to your weekend. If you have a trip or something come up, you look ahead and you decide what you're going to do ahead of time. That's being proactive. So it's very basic and simple to start. And then as I got through that process more and more, I was really aware of how I was feeling. So one perfect example, the very beginning when I was in that 90 day break, I was never a morning person ever. Like we had blackout shades installed in our bedroom because 
I swear I was like breathing fire over my entire family if somebody woke me up before my alarm went off, you know, especially on the weekend because I was hungover because I was drinking so much. So I was never a morning person. So literally like birds chirping would drive me insane. So naturally I started getting up really early in the morning because I wasn't drinking and I think my body was adjusting. So I was waking up like really early, like four or 5 a.m. Okay. And I just let myself get up and just kind of start my day. And I started walking early in the morning, like before the kids had to get on the school bus, like as the sun was coming up and I was very observant of my, my surroundings. I started noticing the birds chirping and the lights flickering through the trees and the way this way, the, the breeze felt on my skin. And I started like becoming more awake right? I like the, the veil was being lifted around my senses. And I was like, wow, I'm like, this is pretty cool. You know, like, this is really cool. Like I'm enjoying this. And so I would, I would notice it and appreciate it. And so then I was that talking about yesterday, how we like, you get these little hits of dopamine and pleasure. I started noticing that in the moment that I was with those little things, like the birds chirping or the light coming in through the trees or the breeze. And like, wow, that feels really good. And acknowledging that and breathing that in and just being with that. Okay. And then that motivated me to get to know myself even more and like try other things. And so when I would observe myself in social situations, I'm like, I don't really like this. I feel really anxious, blah, blah, blah. Like I started doing things that maybe I used to do and then tuning into myself and noticing, does this feel good for me anymore? Is this who I really am? Or is this not something that feels good for me? And I just kind of let that guide myself because I wasn't numbing or escaping any of my feelings. I was very much aware of what I enjoyed and what I didn't enjoy. So then that kind of mapped out the decisions that I would make in the future about social engagements or travel or family members I didn't want to be around or whatnot. And so I started saying no to things. A lot of things that I had probably felt obligated to say yes to or thought I'm the fun social one. I'm outgoing and, you know, like type A and, you know, an extrovert. Turns out I'm not an extrovert. I'm an introvert and I need to be recharged and I need my quiet time and my peace time. Right. So through that process, and this is going on now, you know, a year in, two years in, I'm getting to know myself more and more and more. And now I live this life that includes all of those things that helped me, right? So I never got rid of my morning routine. I never got rid of the planning tools. I never got rid of the strategy to look ahead. I never got rid of having support. Like I've always had coaches and therapists and things like that to help me get unstuck as well. So I kept all of the things that were working for me and just kind of like added things, more things in, maybe got rid of some things, added more things in. Does that answer your question? So it's a process. It's an individual process. Your life and yourself are very unique and you have to be willing to kind of explore. And it's fun to explore and find out who you are. I didn't know that I was a morning person. I was wrong about that, about myself. It was so fun to find out things that I was wrong about. And so if you can keep an open mind to the journey of this and let yourself be wrong (laughs) and 
stop fighting for your problems and start, you know, getting excited about what you can explore and how you can tune into what's good for you and what's not good for you, you're not going to be led in the wrong direction because you always know what's good for you and what's not. Okay. Does that answer your question, Amy? So I, you know, the basics foundations is what I'm teaching you. Planning, being proactive, thinking ahead, deciding how you want to think and feel at the end of the day. Now, that doesn't mean that you won't have uncomfortable thoughts and feelings at the end of the day. It's just that you're more conscious. Like, I want to feel more at peace. I want to accept the frustration that I'm having at the end of the day with my kids and making dinner, right? That's more empowering than just being like, oh, my kids, right? Like, I can't control any of this, right? It's like, I want to feel frustrated instead of drink. I want to feel tired and exhausted instead of drink and escape that. See, that's the difference. The other thing I want to talk about is this idea of, I have a really good podcast of called um, Fighting for Your Problems. Steph, can you put that in the um, chat? And we'll, we'll also add this to the replay. But a lot of times what I see, and I'm not calling anybody out specifically here, is that you are convinced that, your issue and your circumstances in your life and your drinking is very unique and you're a lost cause. <laughs> and when you fight for that, so I'll be like, okay, tell me, um, you know, tell me about your, your life. And, you know, if you don't have any friends or if you don't have a support network or something like that, and you tell me all of the reasons why it's very difficult for you to not overdrink right? Your husband drinks and all your friends drink and you don't have any family and everybody like all these things like, and you're convinced that because of these circumstances that you, it, for you, it's very difficult. Okay. And when you keep telling yourself those stories, you're basically fighting to keep the problem that you have, you know, Instead, like when, when you're, when you complain about things to your friends and your friends give you ideas and you're like, but no, that won't work for me. And I've tried this and da, 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 da. that's fighting for your problems. <laughs> okay. And if you want to make changes, you got to stop doing that. You have to recognize, I hear myself. It doesn't sound like I'm very open to changing or any of these ideas that are giving to me. Could I be fighting for my problems? Chances are you are. It's a very normal human thing to do, by the way. So like, don't beat yourself up um, if you find yourself doing that. Okay. It's normal. And I for sure do it. And I, you know, like I recognize myself doing it and I get called out on it. And then I'm like, all right. Right. So I just, I want to make sure that if you feel like you're very um, resistant to some of the ideas maybe that I'm teaching you here or trying new things or being open to seeing things differently. And you're just like, but my situation is different. I work midnights or, you know, I've got a sick kid or ailing parents or some, you know, some other thing in your life that makes it especially difficult. We all have that going on. You know, we all have complicated lives. Nobody's lives is so perfect that they have all the time in the world to figure this stuff out. You've got to decide that you are the one that is going to be able to figure this out. Only you. Nobody is going to be like, you know what? We're going to line it all up. I'm going to take the kids. I'm going to start taking care of the ailing parents and I'm going to heal all your grief. And, and we're just going to give you this platter of space and time and openness and positive thinking. And you're going to figure this out. It just doesn't work like that. So you have to decide that you're done kind of fighting for your own problems. And you got to decide, maybe I'm wrong about this. 
You know, I was wrong about so many things. I was wrong about thinking that alcohol, people that didn't drink alcohol weren't fun. I was so wrong about that. But I was convinced at the time that that was the truth and that I was more fun with that I was drinking. I was so glad that I proved myself wrong on that, right? I was wrong about the mornings. I was wrong about loving exercise. I was wrong about all of the things, <laughs> you know? It's easier to like blame the circumstances in your life than to take responsibility for it. But it's 100% worth it. And if you can do it, the other side of that is freedom and empowerment and you you really feeling like you're living the life that is the right life for you. Hey, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. I want you to check out AngelaMasenic.com forward slash Alive AF. You know what it's like to have a desire to cut back on your drinking, right? You start to read books, listen to podcasts, try things, but you might not be able to yet Put all the pieces and suggestions together in a way that actually makes sense and works for you. You might struggle with beating yourself up after an overdrink. You might get frustrated with yourself when you take two steps forward and then another two steps back and get overwhelmed with what's right and wrong about your relationship with alcohol. Your friends tell you that you should be able to have just one drink and it isn't a big deal. You might be white knuckling through urges and resisting instead of peacefully processing them. And you might struggle with your identity as someone who has enjoyed having a lot of wine or alcohol in your life. It's around you all the time. It's what you do and who you are. Well, after five years of successfully coaching hundreds of women through these struggles, I have created the Alive AF membership where women like you can learn the basics and what it takes to cut back and reach your goals with alcohol, whether it is to just drink less or totally quit. And when you join, you will get the exact framework I used to change my own relationship with alcohol and still use today that has led me to be alcohol-free for over five years. You're gonna get access to my resources, videos, and worksheets that have been proven to change and reduce how much you drink. Every day you can ask questions, share your obstacles, and get coaching and direct support on the challenges you will face with love and no judgment. Also, you will get immediate access to workshops like uncovering your alcohol identity and changing it, how to say no to things that don't support your new identity or life or goals, AKA boundaries, <laughs> a workshop called creating emotional agency and Another one, how to manage your mind to succeed at your goals and more. Every month we have a brand new workshop. These workshops are filled with step-by-step -step prompts and instruction to help you create the exact relationship with alcohol that is best for you. My mission and vision for Alive AF is to be a hub of support and resources for women to come and learn how to do what is best for them and becoming more alive in the process. When you join, you're going to learn how to take care of yourself better, how to feel good and become more alive and go after the life that you really want. I want this membership to be affordable and an easy solution where you can get all the help you need in one simple place whenever you need it. So no need to go read another book, find a new podcast, attend a free webinar, or go down the path of piecemealing it all together. Join Alive AF and have it all there in one place for you anytime you need it. So go to angelamasenic.com forward slash alive AF and enrollment is open right now. See you inside.